How many films do you reckon you watch a year? How many films I watch a year? I would say, um, how many weeks are there in a year? Is it 52? Mm-hmm. Um, 52. So I definitely say one, one a week. So I definitely say I'm in the late 40s because there'll be the odd week whereby, um, you know, I don't know, you've got to go and visit relatives or, um, you know, DIY require, or perhaps you're ill. I mean, you know, you have the flu once a, once a year, things like that. Yeah. Do you, do you have the flu once a year? I have some kind of cold once a year. Yeah, yeah. You feel the old back of the throat scratching, and it's like, oh, God, here we go. What do you do when you suddenly feel that? Do you feel sorry for yourself? Because I do. Oh, God, very sorry for myself. I usually go straight to Asda or Tesco's and, and buy loads spread, of drugs. <laughs> spread your germs. Absolutely, very true. Unfortunately, that's probably the facts. As I'm talking, I wonder how many times a chemist is ill. A chemist must be ill all the time. Well, I've got the answer to that, actually. Oh, yeah? No, I don't. don't. I was going to say. I was waiting for a pie chart and some PowerPoints then. Proper kind of maths. It's the end of that riddle. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I, I immediately just um, waste loads of money on LEMSIP, First Defence, and just think, can I fight this? It's in my body. Can I somehow rid it of me like an exorcism? Do you... This is a little bit of a... Do you... um, What's your favourite Christmas movie, if you're ill in the winter months? What's your favourite Christmas movie? Oh, um, definitely uh, either National Lampoon Christmas Vacation. Big fan of that one with Chevy Chase. And uh, certainly Home Alone. Big, big fan of that one. Right, right. So you, you'd easily you, you'd, you'd get all cosy under a duvet and watch that, would you? I think definitely Home Alone. Cosy under a duvet. Happily watch um, Macaulay Culkin taking on some... Um, uh, some wrong ones trying to break into his property. I'm trying to think there must be other classics there. Um, what about um, Richard Curtis, Love Actually? Not amazing, because I always think to myself, when Love Actually came out, don't worry, don't get me, don't worry. Not that don't you, worry. <laughs> don't worry, don't panic. Um, <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong, that's what I meant to say. In the case of, a, it's, it's a good Christmas film, but I think the real um, Christmas ones are the ones you sort of grew up with as a kid. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I love that we're talking about Christmas films in the in the heart of the summer. I know, the beating summer out there, sun blazing. Do you know what? In the middle of a heat wave. It's 40 degrees. Well, it's 40 degrees in the UK, wasn't it, this week? Why are we talking about Christmas films? Jesus. They're important, though, aren't they? They're part of the whole kind of Christmas. Yeah, thing. but save it for the Christmas episode. Very true. That's a sneak peek. We're still around. This is the type of things we're going to be covering. Start relishing it now. David Edwards Movie News. Film news, I'd say, is very interesting in the I sense honestly, that... Honestly, I've said it before. i say it again. I get so excited about doing this podcast. I love hearing your film news, your film tips, your film reviews. Love it. Go on. Absolutely. I mean, you know... It makes me realise I'm not a Robinson Crusoe on a movie island on my own. I've got a Friday. Would you like to do this for a living if this was just your job, this podcast? Oh, God, you'd happily just do it as a living. Yeah. Oh, my, it makes you wonder what your hobby would be, though. I'd have to take up golf or something because my hobby would become my job. Yeah. And then when it comes to nine to five, you know, once you've done that, you're like, well, we do a golf podcast. Yes. And then I have to find something outside of golf. <laughs> ongoing nightmare that's the struggle with life isn't it you think you got it sussed yeah sorry go on what's your movie news 
I t- Barbara Broccoli, um, the uh, producer of the James Bond franchise. Genuinely, how you pronounce a surname? I'm pretty sure it is Broccoli. Yes, it is Barbara Broccoli. I've watched a few documentaries. And um, talking more about that. So, what I talk more about was. So, why aren't we talking more about the fact her surname's Broccoli? Well, it is an odd one, massively. Yeah. Isn't it? I remember um, someone tries to make a joke with Pierce Brosnan in an interview saying, um, before you start, before you met Barbara Broccoli, did you do research into broccolis and maybe give her a present as a broccoli? And uh, he told her to uh, grow up. It's stop being stupid. And it was on Movie Watch. It wasn't Johnny Vaughan. It was a female journalist. So who's, who's did that? Pierce Brosnan? Yeah, Pierce Brosnan did that. It is a bizarre one, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, definitely broccoli. And um, Would you, what was the song called? Definitely, definitely broccoli go like. Uh, definitely, definitely broccoli. It's definitely, definitely broccoli. None of the other vegetables are here. It's definitely, definitely broccoli. That's a poor attempt. No, no, it's definitely, definitely broccoli. It's definitely, 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 definitely broccoli. None of the other vegetables are here. Here, definitely, definitely, definitely broccoli. broccoli. So I've. I've completely forgot about that mid part, didn't I? Which I'd cr- compose myself. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah, Barbara Broccoli. Um, yeah, Barbara Broccoli. Um, <laughs> it's quite a song, isn't it, for some reason? I can imagine, for some reason, I had a, a split second imagination of me serenading her with that. Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'll be her. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to be on our podcast. Definitely, definitely broccoli. You just brought me to music, Barbara. You really have Babs. What were you doing there? Could you carry on? It was just, just the song that I bought. Could you carry on? It's called Definitely, Definitely well, Broccoli. Could you sing it to me? That, well, I'd be more than happy to um, get a bit nervous now, but, you know, this is a bit of an audition. Definitely, definitely broccoli. There's lots of... Uh, fruit. Oh, no, don't worry about it. Gone. So your your movie news is. Let's get to the movie news. Let's let's break through um fantasy into reality. Can you imagine how annoying this podcast is. If, if you're keen on film, you thought, oh, I'll give this one a go. I know what. Sorry. I don't think I'm going to be needing to take up golf anytime soon, am I? Do you know what I mean? I think no, um, it's my fault. No, no, not at all. Not at all, sir. Barbara Broccoli has announced that in um, two years' time. There'll be a new James Bond. They'll be actually actually filming it and uh, focusing on it. And because of that, um, all the bookies have gone completely nuts recently about who will this next James Bond be, basically. <clears throat> and there's loads and loads of... Um, I, was, I was just looking at the bookies at the moment. They they say that... Um, go on. Well, we've got a top five of... Yeah, I, I certainly have. Did you go from five know. down to one? This is quite exciting. Yeah, it's five down to one. And I don't... You might have to edit this out because it's quite revealing. But I've never really. This is going to be a. This is going to be once again one of these like, do you actually leave your flat? But I've never understood the bookies' odds exactly. So three to one is Henry Cavill. Everyone's saying it's definitely. Going to, they think three to one is going to be Henry Cavill Superman. Um, which I it's completely unrealistic. I think a, a lot of these bookies. Um, this is their top five, but I look at a lot of it and I just think, well, that's just completely unrealistic. You know, if someone's Superman, they're not going to go on to be 007, are they? Is that how you feel? That's definitely how I feel. Absolutely. I don't think, I think it's ridiculous. Three to one. And um, that's what what they're saying. And they, they, they feel very confident that uh, he did audition Henry Cavill for Bond when Daniel Craig was going for it as well. So he was in the picture a while ago. 
But, you know, you never get someone with that much of a big name going on to get the Bond role. The other person is Reggie Jean Page, who was in Brigerton. And um, that would be going with Brigerton. the idea that they're not going to go with your obvious sort of white. Brigerton. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Brigerton. Have you heard of that? It's, it's a, uh, yeah, it's a romantic drama period piece, which is a Netflix show. Is it not Bridgerton? It is Bridgerton. You're quite right. It's not Bridgerton. It's called Bridgerton. You are completely and utterly right. Yeah. Reggie Jean Page from um, Bridgerton. Yeah, Bridgerton. Yeah, next Bridgerton. one. Blimey, I keep saying that. The Netflix heartthrob. Next one's Tom Hardy. Um, he might. Would he do it? I wouldn't do it, would he? Absolutely. No way would he do it. I mean, he's what? way too big. Is he? What What do you mean he's too big? It's, it's James Bond. I, well, I think it's a case of usually with James Bond, they might be a sort of recognisable actor, but they're usually sort of unknown. I mean, Roger Moore was the same, but TV back in the 70s definitely wasn't like TV today. TV back then was very much the poorest sibling to cinema. You know, he wasn't a film star. He wasn't a, um, an established film star. You've got to be quite down the pecking order. You know, to be, because um, once you're Bond, that's who you are, isn't it? You can't be seen as anything else outside of that, really. Next one. This one could be reality, which is Aidan Turner. Do you remember the, the guy from Paul Dark? Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. Uh, so, Irish guy. Uh, that's more realistic in the sense of, you know, well-known nah, actor. No, nah, he doesn't look like a Bond to me. Nice no, guy. Probably not. I guess he's got the sort of the dark kind of um, sweeping hair and elements. The other thing is um, sweeping hair, the sweeping hair, which I know the ladies love. Do you know what I mean? I think that, that, that's you've got to think about the poster and the trailers. Um, Idris Elba, he won't do it. He won't do it. And also, once again, he's just too recognisable. You know, you've got, they've got to, they can be recognisable, but they can't really be linked. Yeah, you know, they can't really be because I mean they they will become James Bond, so you can't really associate anything else with them. Okay, my my guess is going to be Page Turner. Is it Page Turner? <laughs> Page Turner. <laughs> What's his name? Um, Page Turner. Who's that one? That's <laughs> a Reggie Jean Page. <laughs> oh, right, oh, right. I was going to say. I thought you were talking about me. I like the next one's going to be a Page Turner. Reggie Jean Page. Yeah, I mean, there's a possibility. Do you know? I would. Do you know who I definitely say if I was going to put money on anyone? Yeah, I would put money on. Um, uh, Rupert Friend, basically, or was it? Did you pronounce it Friend? I think it's, it's spelled as Friend. He was basically in um, Death of Starling, the um, uh, Armando Anucci film. Also, he had a part in the Obi Wan TV series. And the reason I say that is usually with James Bond, if you look at the whole whole history of them, they've usually been auditioned before. It's usually someone that was in the uh, the interesting. Intr I must admit. As soon as I started looking, I was like, "He looks like a Bond. He looks like a Bond." He was um, he was basically auditioned alongside Daniel Craig, and they nearly went for him. And he actually said no to it himself because he felt he was too young and there was too much pressure. And if you look, yeah, at he him, looks like a Bond. He definitely has got that Bond, quite you know, quite spiky, a bit kind of uh, steely. So I reckon now. He is definitely the age for it because I mean it was it was like 15 years ago when they were mooting around because originally that Casino Royale was going to be like a prequel you know um, well it was in a way it was it was an origin film but I think they're going to go for a really young kind of bot 
Okay, so your your guess is going to be Rupert Friend. Definitely Rupert Friend, because if you look at all the other James Bonds beforehand, Timothy Dalton was going to do it before Roger Moore, but then Roger Moore got it. Then Timothy Dalton got it earlier, later. Pierce Brosnan was going to do it, but then Timothy Dalton took it from Pierce Brosnan, then Pierce Brosnan did it later. They've always got something in the back of their minds that they go back to all the time, I guess because the casting of the role is just so um, so important. All right, thank you, David, for this week's movie news. Not a, not a problem. David Edwards Movie Review. So, David, your review for this week? Absolutely was um, uh, Camelot, the quest for Camelot. Oh, yes. It's animation. Animated uh, quest for Camelot by Warner Brothers. Okay, tell us all. Did you like it? I've got to say to you, it did oh, not uh, tick my box. Uh, unfortunately, it was, I think the word for it really... What is it when something doesn't tick your box? What does it do to your box? doesn't tick my box it upsets my box <laughs> I feel quite ruffled and used and okay um, so so it upset your box it upset my box basically it left me slightly irritated so this is the quest for camelot and wh- wh- so tell us all when was it blah 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 what's it about uh, the quest for camelot um annoyingly i haven't got the bloody year date i do apologize i know that's 1998 bad. 1998. Sorry, pal. That is ridiculous that I've uh, left out. Quest of Camelot, 1999. I've got all the other information but that, annoyingly. It was produced by Warner Brothers. And um, it's basically... I mean, the only good thing about it is it's quite modern for 1998 in the sense that you have a female knight who's trying to uh, find um, King Arthur's Excalibur, which has been stolen from King Arthur by a, uh, a knight who's turned his uh, back on the, on the round table. And she goes on this kind of, um, uh, you know, crusade to find the Excalibur. She's not yet a knight, but she aspires to because her father was a knight. But then that, it's very bland. The animation's very poor. Uh, it feels like a Saturday, no- uh, Saturday night, uh, sorry, Saturday morning uh, cartoon kids. Um, you, she's got like um, a dragon that goes along with her that's got two heads. Uh, yeah, basically, Eric Idle plays the actual dragon um but there's two heads and it's another well-known comedian of the time pierce brosnan plays king arthur gary oldman is the voice of the actual villain and also when the female character sings it's celine dion doing songs so you can see that they put loads of money and budget into the whole thing but the actual um script is just very very lackluster there's no plot twist there's nothing really interesting that takes place the animation, the characters look quite dead when you cut to close up to their faces. Um, you know, it's it's got none of the kind of appeal of Lion King. There's no emotions there. And when you dig quite deep into it, um, Warner Brothers took loads of money out of the project and a lot of the animators away from the project to finish Space Jam on time, which came out in the late, late 90s. So it did have real production issues. They just basically said, we want half your animation team now working on Space Jam because it's Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny. It's more important, important. And you can tell by the production value, it looks like a Saturday morning's kids um, TV show. And um, you basically, you can tell that at some point, the script had big um, potential because it had big stars attached to it. And then when it came to the actual producing of it, I don't know if new studio heads or producers came in, but you could tell that not a lot of time and love had gone into the actual animation and execution of the idea. 
So I unfortunately say one um, ice chalk for that one, unfortunately. What? One? I would say one. I'd say. Also, David, the rule is, I say, we've got to build up to it. How many chalk ices? You don't just come out and say, throw your one chalk ice at me. Quite right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a build up to this. It's almost like you just tossed it at my feet with disgust. Absolutely. You are, and the irony being, that's what I've actually criticised about the film. That there's no build-up, no pace, and there's me doing exactly the same as the actual movie itself. Um, quite poor. Creepers. So you really didn't like that? How many sittings did it take to get through it? It took me four sittings to get through it. It really. Um... Okay. Well, let's have a little listen to a bit of Quest for Camelot. Charming sing-along. Now let's get down to business. I've waited a long time for this day. What about my new land? Saruba. Always thinking of yourself. Right. As knights of the round table, our obligation is to the people, right. not to ourselves. Right. Lands will be divided according to each person's needs. Then I need more than everyone. I wouldn't have supported you all these years if I thought you were running a charity. The king has decided that it's time. For the new king, and I vote for me. No. I will not serve a false king. Then serve a dead one! One day that sword will be in my hand. Okay, so you are not not a big fan. You've had a bad run of form, haven't you? Really, with with our movie random movie generator. No, there's nothing you really like. It's it's not good, is it? I mean, oh, oh War of the Worlds, I like. That wasn't that long ago. That was a okay. good one. Really? So you did you watch this? Get bored after ten minutes? Come back to it a day later? Oh no, I'd say um, it's usually about say twenty minutes, half an hour. Hang on, hang on. If you're going to be a movie critic, you can't fuck off out of the cinema and come back in two hours. You got to sit through this, son. I know you're quite right. You know, I do agree a hundred percent. That has actually gone through my head. I have sat there a few times thinking, how does Mark Camogue get through it? I mean, I don't feel like you're completely dedicating your time to this podcast. No, I think you're quite right about that. Next time, I will glue myself to that seat. Eyeballs will be looking at the, um, <laughs> like a marine, looking down a rifle. Jeremy, like a sniper. You sod off, have your, have your pizza, go and see your mates, and then you come back and watch another 12 minutes, and you fuck off again. You know what? <laughs> More and more, my, my filming viewing habits are like that, even if it's like the next Martin Scorsese film. I bet you've got YouTube, haven't you, in your right hand on your phone, and you're having a look at that, and who's that, and who's this actor, and who directed it, and now you go on a little, oh, what, what, what are they doing at the moment? Are you watching these films, David? I am watching these films. I, I must admit, every now and then, I will be doing research about the film, which is a bad excuse for Googling during the movie. This is bad. This is bad. Yeah, it's not. Uh, you are quite right. I will sit on my hands next time, like you know, and I'll be a hostage to that film, twenty four seven, happily hostage, a hostage of a smile. Yeah. So I think you're right to get the full experience. Yeah, it, you just knew exactly where it was going. The songs you just heard before. Um, I think the word is 
the animation was poor the colors were very dull and and uh, in no way um in any way high definition it was um and the actual script was just very um just every cliche marked off you know instead of a instead of a boy it was a girl i think than that that was the only innovation really and um eric idol played her kind of um comedy sidekick who was a dragon not fun. not didn't make you laugh didn't tickle you really didn't and you can tell eric idol was just doing it to um pay for the, the second home in hawaii do you know what i mean you could hear it in his steady, vocal cords steady, David, steady. i know yeah i should say it's, it's not for me to start looking through his uh, personal tax information that's uh, no good <laughs> me <laughs> no he's just trying to earn a crust for his family for crying out loud trying to okay see so you're laughter. you're you're giving this one chalk ice out of five yeah I, I would have thought yes absolutely i'm surprised it got such good talent coming because i mean the cast is incredibly good brosnan oldman celine dion as i said so that would have been titanic era right at the peak of her fame and she's doing the music for this you know celine dion has got 33 brothers and sisters are they step brothers and sisters are they biological biological that's incredible i mean that, that some, I mean, the mother should be given some kind of prize or rosette for that. Oh, I made it up. I was going right. I think that makes sense. Okay. There must be a limit. Of, of, she's, got, she's got a fair few, though. Gosh, I can imagine they all um, at once become being cynical. She's got that. twelve. She's got twelve. Twelve. Yeah. One person giving birth to twelve other people. A whole football team leaving you. You know. And a snub. And a sub, you're quite right, someone to sit on the bench to hand out the sliced oranges at part-time, or half-time, rather. Well, thank you, David, for your review this week. Absolutely. I think, you know, next week I'll be sat there the entire um, duration. I will not be Googling. I will not be going off to the news agents to buy a whisper. And I'll be focusing 100% on the, uh, the cinematic treat. David Edwards Movie Tip. So, David, you got any uh, movie tips this week? I tell you, I've got a very good movie tip. Let, let's go into a more positive, optimistic uh, mode. There's a really good film on Netflix, which is one of the biggest blockbusters ever in India, and Netflix have bought it. And it might be under a lot of people's radars. It's, it's been on Netflix now for about three weeks, and it's called RRR. Oh, I've heard about that. Yes, it stands for Rise, Raw, Revolt. And um, it's three hours long, and it's basically a really intense Bollywood-style um, action movie. And definitely worth t uh, watching. It's got the same exuberant theatrical kind of um, Bollywood vibe, but within actual the actual action sequences. So slow motion, um, the, the movement of the body, and the editing is almost quite rhythmic and musical. And it's about um, two... So have you watched it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's very good. Two warrior figures taking on sort of uh, um, British colonialism, you know, sort of, uh, sort of when Britain was a sort of the dictators of India and you've got these two revolutionary figures and then there's other things going on with their family members in the background struggling with the political problems. But um, in amongst that, you know, it's them taking on the British army. So I don't want to give away too many plot twists or anything, but um, visually a real treat, you know, really, really impressive, good you know, a new twist, a sort of Bollywood twist on the action genre. It was very good. And you, you did it in one sitting or did you go off to get a whisper? That, unfortunately, um, 
that that was a whole um, army of whispers that didn't quite keep my. Um, I think that's the only thing I'd say. Three hours, I had to almost break it down myself into a mini series. Right. So I watched a bit every time I came home from work with the pizza. I thought, right, okay, let's look at that Indian blockbuster and continue with that. Oh, I might have to give that a little look. See, uh, I quite like that it uh, captured your. Oh no, it did. When people mentioned it, to is Harrison me, Ford in it. Sorry, is Harrison Ford in it? If he was, that would just have me an absolute, you know, utopia. Do you know? I heard recently that Harrison Ford very nearly starred in Jurassic Park. I just did thought he? to myself, did he nearly had Sam Neill's role in Jurassic Park, and he felt it was too similar to Indiana Jones, sort of, you know. Oh, the sorry, the original. Okay. Yes, the original. He and he didn't like the idea that the character wears a hat again. He's a paleontologist instead of an archaeologist, but Spielberg did offer him the role. And I thought to myself, God, CGI dinosaurs and Harrison Ford. I mean, Jesus, David. Perhaps that's too rich on the taste buds. No, what we I bought I bought him up, but we're talking about Harrison Ford. We talk about him every. I week. know we, we've got to let that. It's like a bad habit, isn't it? It's an addiction. It needs to be dropped. What is it? It's about him. What is it? Could I, I imagine if I got him on the pod? Do you know what? It's a case of it's eighties Ford that fascinates me because when I look at Harrison Ford now as a man when he's into steady, I know. I have to, once again. It doesn't take much for me to get my, my, my claws out, does it? Do you know what I mean? I really need to um, <laughs> okay. just hit that pause button every now and then, be a bit more mindful. So your movie tip for this week, though, is RRR on Netflix. Absolutely. Not Harrison Ford. Three R's coming your way. Uh, raw, it's a rise, raw, revolt. Explanation mark. Thank you. David Edwards, Man Film Generator. Okay, so we're going to do the random film generator where we pick three films randomly and you have to choose one of them blindfoldedly to review next week. Perfect. For next week. Okay, this is one of my favourite parts uh, of the uh, week. So I'm just getting the random film generator up. And here we are. And here we go. Genre, please, David, tell me when to stop. Stop. Action. Here we go. That's a ballpark I'm comfortable in. <laughs> I'm happy there. There's a sofa with my name right there. I can lounge in there. Decade. Stop. 1950s. What? That'd be a cowboy film. Wouldn't it be a war film or a cowboy? It'd be a John Wayne movie, I imagine. Okay. I've got... Oh, wow. I've got two films here. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Seven Samurai. Um, Have you well, watched it? I've never watched that. Akira Kawas... Oh, God, we, we looked at his film last week, didn't we? Okay, so, so Seven Samurai. Very interesting, David. Very interesting. I'll be very... I mean, that's what Star Wars is based on. Okay, so uh, second film. Give me... Uh, tell me when to stop. Stop. Documentary. And the decade. Stop. 2000s. And now tell me when to stop. Stop. Capitalism, a love story. Michael Moore. Interesting. Not seen that one. He did that okay. after uh, Fahrenheit 9-11, I think, didn't he? Okay. And the third film, please tell me when to stop. Stop. 
Are you sure? I, I'm going to give you an Are you sure now, like Chris Tarrant? Do you want to stick with it or carry on? Carry on. <laughs> Stop. What have we got now? Horror. Horror, okay. Not my usual genre, but I'm happy to explore it. I'm going to give you an Are You Sure as well in the decades. So tell me when to stop. Stop. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. 1970s. Gosh, that would be interesting. 70s horror, that's... Okay. Cannibal Holocaust kind of era, isn't it? Tell me when to stop. Stop. Dawn of the Dead. I have seen all the dead. Yeah, okay, well, then we carry on. Then we carry on. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Frenzy. Hitchcock's Frenzy. I've seen Frenzy. Okay, then we carry on. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Westworld. I've never seen the original Westworld, what? actually. What? I know, it's nuts, isn't it? What? I know. Oh, it's one of my favourite films. Is it really one of your favourite films? I'm telling you, it's incredible. Oh, well, let's hope I get that then, because I'd be interested in that, because I do like my Crichton, and I'm uh, aware of it. So I'm going to mix them around a bit, and if you could give me... Uh, a, B, or C, you choose. C. Are you sure? A. Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? Okay, it's yes. Westworld. Oh, wonderful. Okay, that's good. Fantastic. I'll be well up for that. A bit of retro Listen, science fiction. I, ca I can't see how you won't love it. Well, what would have C been out of the two? What would C have been? Yes, if I had um, said Capitalism, C a love story. There you go. Well, I mean, you know, I'm always up for a bit of Michael Moore, but Westworld, I definitely am up for a bit of that. I think Michael Crichton directed it, didn't he? Fantastic. So next week, David, you'll be reviewing Westworld. Westworld, the original, where the TV show was based. And um, I think it was a Michael Crichton novel as well, wasn't it? So I'll definitely, and I will, I will not be nipping out for any whispers whatsoever. I'll be sat no. there like a uh, movie samurai focused on my, uh, my, my target, not my enemy, my target, the movie yeah well thank you very much david what we're going to do now is we're going to answer some questions from patreon but in the meantime we'll say goodbye to um our listeners au revoir thank you for your time definitely yeah, thank, thank you very much for your time and thank you very much david thank you cheers no thank you